Well, hello, Michelle. Hello, my friend. Hello, listeners out there. This morning, we've had some good conversations while we were walking and sweating like crazy. (laughs) Sweating with Jesus this morning. That's what we were sweating with Jesus. And then we came to sit down and like hop on this podcast. And so we're like fanning ourselves and she's fanning herself. I'm fanning herself. And they're like, oh, this is why they like were fanning themselves as ladies back in the pews, like back in the day, you know, like when you see the old ladies fanning themselves and I was like, oh my goodness, Michelle, we're like, we're the we're old, not, ladies we're fanning. old ladies. <laughs> hey friends, I'm getting ready to turn 49 soon. So I'm getting up there, getting up there. Um, so anyway, um, a few, I guess it's a little over a year ago or so. I had a conversation with Michelle and a few other really dear friends of mine, um, Kristen, that is in Alaska. Uh, Kristen's a big part of my testimony. Um, But I was on the porch in Georgia, looking over the mountains about a year ago or so. um, And I was asking Kristen and Michelle, I was like, can we truly live in victory? Like, can we really live victoriously? Like, can we really live set free? from like the strongholds, the issues in life. Um, I was really wrestling with that question whenever I was asking them that. Um, and when I was leaning into that question, I don't know if I was fully aware of this or not, but I was wrestling with that question because I really deep down, wanted to remain a victim. I wanted excuses to live the way I wanted to live and do the things that I wanted to do. So, um, anyway, this morning I'm reading a book from Parker green. It's called way of the victorious, the ancient power of spiritual disciplines. Um, I've just started. I'm like in chapter two so far. I highly recommend this book, but Parker, something that when I was reading in chapter two, it's called the choice. And Parker said, you can be free and you can be victorious. The rub of it all is that it's your choice, whether you are or not. So When I read that to you, Michelle, whenever I say, bottom line, it's your choice if you can be in victory or not. What what do you have to say to that? What's your feedback? Well, I mean, I it I I'm I mean, I'm trying not to jump to Jesus too quickly to just remain in the tension of that question. Okay. You know, because that's where I want to go immediately is like Jesus is the solution. He's the victorious one. And our choice is doing life with him. And do we really believe in the finished work of Jesus, right? That Jesus paid it all. But when I sit in the tension of the honest question, like that's a real valid question that we've all had. You had, I had, when we encounter things in our lives can we really live in victory? I think it's such a great question to just ponder for just a moment. 
I think it's a valid question with valid emotions, valid life experiences that people encounter, that we've encountered. And this isn't just a blanket statement, right? This is a way of life. Can we live in victory? I think we need to be asking this question and being reminded of this question at all times. I, If I was to bottom line it, you're such a bottom line girl, right? You just love bottom line. The answer is yes, because of Jesus, we can. But how does that work? That's what I'm hearing. Like whenever you answer and you're like, well, yes, because of Jesus, we can. My flesh kind of like, rises up a little bit mm-hmm. when I initially hear that. Yes. Because then the question comes in, but you know, you don't understand the struggles I've had. You don't understand the path of life I've had to walk on, or you don't understand, like really can, you know, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, I mean, think about, you know, people that are, um, struggling mental health addictions, you know, financial crisis, health crisis. I mean, you can lay it all out there. Right. And I feel like I hear that voice saying, but you know, you don't understand what I'm dealing with. Mm -hmm. You don't understand. I can't live in victory because I'm dealing with all of these things. But in Parker's book, I love it because he's like, what is the very first step to being victorious? He says, take a thorough account of your life, lay it before Christ and take responsibility for it. This is where the magic happens. So again, but then I kind of hear the voice saying, but you know, I mean, somebody would be saying, well, I didn't choose to um, suffer from addiction or I didn't choose, um, to be abused by someone, right. You know, I didn't choose those things. So whenever something, you know, is laid upon someone, you know, how do they say, well, how can I choose victory? Yeah. And I think it's really important too, because of just what you just said. So, cause you use the word mental health, you use the word addiction, different things. What are you clear that you're not saying right now? Because sometimes that can be misconstrued, right? So I'm, you're not saying that mental health is not to, like, we're not here as mental health professionals. We're not here. Like we need to put that disclaimer. Like this is, we're talking about how we live life and we're not saying that those things are not real and those things are not struggles. Um, I mean, all the, everything that I've just listed here is real. Addiction is real. Abuse. Yeah. Abuse is real. Mental health, anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts. Like, um, they're real. That's real. So whenever that's where I'm like trying to face this question, like I'm thinking of, you know, because when I was asking that question, Mm -hmm. I was struggling with some things in my life little over a year ago and I was struggling and I was like, I just deep down, don't think I can live in victory. Right. Like what, why, like, why am I not living in victory in these areas of my life? Yeah. 
Yeah, such a great, I love that. Thank you for the clarifying question. I thought it was important to say, this is where I'm speaking from, right? This is where my heart is coming from right here. Um, So before I respond again to that question, since you asked that question, I think there's great value because we're fast forwarding, right? That was that time period. But today, let's stand in this moment today. What would you go back and say to yourself that was asking that question? I would say what Parker wrote in this book, I would say, Linda, you can live in victory. It's a choice, meaning it's a choice on who are you going to rely on? Are you going to rely on yourself, Linda, to find full healing and freedom? Or are you going to rely on Christ? Are you going to rely on Jesus for your full healing? Are you going to rely on Jesus to find freedom? I mean, and honestly, still to this day, over a year later, it doesn't mean like life is perfect and things are easy. And now I've just overcome everything and I never have a struggle. Thank you for being honest. Yeah. Same here. Right. We're, we're committed to authenticity here on this thing. And same here. We, we both encounter things where we, this question rises. So sometimes. In all honesty, sometimes, some days I don't live in victory. That's right. Same. Same. Some days I don't live in victory. And I have to call my friend and be like, I'm not living in victory today. And I'm not living in victory today. Michelle, I'm not living in victory today. I'm not living in freedom. I'm struggling today. I'm going, I'm chasing my tail. I'm going in a circle. I'm spinning out. I'm losing it. Right. Right. So I think that's part of living in victory is being able to be honest yes. and say, I'm not, I'm struggling. I'm yes. struggling here. Yes. And once we expose it, once we expose the darkness to the light, it's like all of a sudden you can see, there you go. You step back up the, the freedom and the victory starts rising up again. Yes. Yeah. And you know, we, Let's go on the, let's swing to the other side, right? I I am so good at stepping in a pit of self. <laughs> I can step in the performance trap so easily. Self-ambition, self-sourcing, self-striving. I mean, it's just like, how many times can I fall in this pit? But he leads me out every single time. And at least my muscles now are going, okay, I know the symptoms of being in the pit and I know the solution in his name is Jesus. I can't just, I don't always just go to that place. I have to sit with it in the silence with him. And this picture of him, like just when you were speaking, you were asking that question. Okay. My, my temptation was just to jump in there and, 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 and say it was Jesus because of what I saw, but I, but I did hear the Holy spirit just sit in the tension of it so that the question can rise. But I immediately saw Jesus understands. And I saw a picture of him close to you, drawing near with tears in his eyes. He is a a loving, kind, compassionate God. He cares. He understands. He sees the pain of that victim. Because there was, he's also a just God. 
he's he's not happy that that happened to you. It's he's upset about it too. He's a, he's he's upset that it happened to you. He's he it hurts his heart that the person that did it to you. He loves you both. You know that's the gospel. That's the beauty of the gospel. That's where love, mercy, it, it exist is on the cross, but also the just God because He did something mm-hmm. about it with Jesus. Right? If I don't go back to that place, then I will try to self-source my way once again to try to pull myself back out of that pit or that mindset or beat myself up. I can go to the other end of the spectrum. Don't be a victim. Pull your pants up. Da 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 da. You know, right. victories in Christ. That is a dangerous place for me to be too. I have to remember who we're talking to. You know, um, that freedom is a person, and and freedom paid a price. You know. Would you read that scripture that came along with that? Because I really think we go to the word. That's what I love about that author. He points to the book. It's a book that points to the book. And that is our source. That's where we land at all times. So um, Parker Green, again, Way of the Victorious. And he points to the scripture, one of the scriptures to meditate on just regarding this uh, chapter and just the choice, like that we have a choice, you know, whenever we are saying we have a choice. Okay. So practically speaking, how do we really live that out? Like how, how do we get our brain wrapped around that? We really do have a choice that I am not a victim in this, that I have a choice. And he points to Romans eight thirty one through 39 English standard version. That's the translation I'm reading from. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword as it is written for your sake we are being killed all day long we are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for i am sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come nor powers nor height nor depth nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. When you read that to me this morning, after reading that passage in that book, you know, the the next question that followed was, hold on. What is victory? 
what does it mean to even be victorious in this world? Because as followers of Christ, our victory looks different, right? He is our victory. Again, it goes back to the person, this, um, I can permit, do you mind if I read this little card? Sure. Um, it's something that I gave to a loved one. And again, just, I think it's important because, you know, I've, the addiction, the, the suicidal thoughts, the mental health, like, please hear us. We've had thoughts ourselves. We've had addictions ourselves. We're not these, this is a, those are heavy words and big words. And we recognize that. And we are not dismissing those. We're saying we're here with you and we're friends and our best friend is Jesus. <laughs> and that's what we're doing here. And it's this, I love this because it's, it's just an Easter card. It's written by Rebecca Barlow Jordan. He is risen because of Jesus. Love is alive. His sacrifice paid the price. Because of Jesus, hope is reborn. His death will forever suffice. Because of Jesus, joy is renewed. His life is a portrait of grace. Because of Jesus, victory is ours. His heart now our resting place. This um, is just an Easter card, and it says, God bless you this Easter season with a renewed spirit we live in Easter season. Like this is, what is it? August? We're still in the Easter season. Um, we're So may God bless you this Easter season with a renewed spirit, a steadfast hope and a deep joy in Jesus, our resurrection and life. And then here's the words written. So imagine that we're writing this to you today. Have you heard the good news? The tomb is empty. The king is alive. Hallelujah. He is risen today, today on Resurrection Sunday. We look back to that point, that moment in time when everything changed, sin and death conquered, hope abounding, the curse reversed, and one day the King will return in glory to heal the world. His presence with us, in us, and working through us is truly miraculous. May his love reign our Redeemer, Jesus, lives. Bottom line, it's about his resurrection. It's about that we are alive in Christ. Amen. It's about, it's about, fully trusting him. There's no um, straddling the fence. There's no, I'm kind of following him. I'm kind of in love with him. You know, when you think of your significant other, you're either your spouse, you're either, and you know, they're either your spouse, you're either in love with them or you're not. Mm-hmm. When I think of, um, I think we had this conversation recently, it's like, when we just sit with him, 
right? Like we're not going to try to work this up and that God reveal really the victory in you, what you have done. Like tell, tell me so that my little heart knows. And um, really the response in life, the response to salvation is really thank you. <laughs> thank you for what you've done. Thank you for who you are. Thank you that, thank you that you didn't let me sit in sin, you know, it, or sit bound in a mindset that kept me bound or or if I've done harm to someone else, thank you that you paid the price that you gave your life for us. You're on that ministry of reconciliation. You did the work that that brings us close to you. But again, we can't work it up. Like we, our words were fall short. He reveals himself so much better than ever right. could. So we just say today, thank you, Jesus, yes. because of you we can live in victory. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. Thank you, Linda. Thank you, friends. We talked earlier today about what this, about the silent minute that we've been, and we had music in this last episode, but like, where are we going today? Will you set us up? So each day on the podcast, and we're following the leading of the Holy Spirit. So we don't have any timeline of like a rhythm, like we're going to put out X amount of episodes a week or a month or a year, whatever. We are literally each day um, following the leading of the Holy Spirit. This is spirit led voices. <laughs> so um, that's just, we're just following his leading. And so whenever he says hop on, we're going to hop on. So that's the first thing. Um, but the second thing is, is, you know, we were kind of back and forth about, you know, leading you in this one minute of silence, 60 seconds of silence. And yesterday we put music to it because I was like, you know, well, people are going to turn off the episode if like it just goes quiet. And really, honestly, um, I, our heartbeat behind this is to just kind of guide you and lead you into that, just being able to remain present with the Lord for just one minute. Um, I believe as we do this episode after episode, um, you're going to build up your spiritual muscle and stamina to uh, desire to even be with him in the silence and the quiet with no distractions, even longer and longer and longer. That's for our listeners and for us personally too. So um, anyway, so now for the next 60 seconds, if you would, Ask God, seek God in this next 60 seconds and see what he's speaking to your heart.
Thank you, God. Thank you, friends. Thank you that you are such a good and loving God, that you're not afraid of our questions. Thank you that we can link arms together and ask these questions of you together, and that you delight in these questions. You lead us in your word and by your spirit. Thank you that we can ask you anything because your love covers everything. Amen.